Welcome to Breaking Down the Doors, a college football SEC picks edition. I am Tommy D, sports director at the Tennessean, and you are... Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt beat reporter. We're we're breaking down everybody but the doors on this one. Yeah, there's no doors on this one. I'm, I'm picking idle. And and taking and giving the points against Vanderbilt this uh, week. Vandy's at home against Idle, so yeah. I'll take Vandy. I think they'll be better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the question is, does Idle bring more fans than Vandy does to this one? I don't know Idle what color Idle is. I will not bring as many as Georgia did. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, right. Okay. So anyway, we're not going to talk about Vanderbilt this week, but we are going to talk about SEC games and pick these against the point spread. We have been doing so, and we'll continue to do so. We use the Vegas Insider consensus line for each game, so they kind of scan all the Vegas lines and then tell you where, where it lands in the middle so you don't get some outlier by picking one um, outlet or another. Last week, Adam, you went 9-4-1 and one to improve to 16-10-1 and one on the season. And I had a really embarrassing six, seven, and one week, and now I'm fifteen, eleven, and one. So that's where we stand. You're winning. Anyway, we'll we'll start right off the top with Arkansas State at Georgia, and Georgia is favored by thirty three points at home. And I said, yes, it is Arkansas State, not Arkansas. And it's possible Arkansas State's the better team in that state, but that's who's playing Georgia. Arkansas State used to have a whole lot of offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia's got a whole, whole, whole lot of offense. I, I, I pick Georgia. I think that's that's a runaway. Yeah, I think that's more. That, you know, my thinking is that line should be closer to forty. Yes, um, is what I'm thinking when I saw that. And a, a very interesting game, and there are a few interesting games this week. There's also some really lopsided games that it's really hard to know, like the Georgia game would have very high lines. But Kansas State is coming to Starkville, and Mississippi State is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Manhattan, Kansas, and Starkville are similar in their their remoteness from any nearby um, culture or, or anything like Number that. Number of cow pastures, is yeah, that what you're yeah. saying? That's what you, you gotta, were getting at. Yeah. you got to drive from there to, get some, to go somewhere to kind of do something other than not much. Yeah, the, the the first time I ever went to Mississippi State years back, I remember driving through and thinking, I think I'm lost. I don't think there's a – I don't think Mississippi State is here. And then you turn the corner, whoa, there's a stadium right yeah, there. and that's pretty much it. There's yep. a stadium, there's a little campus. It's a nice stadium, actually. Yes. I'm sure the people from uh, Manhattan, the little apple, will enjoy it. The Mississippi State's getting seven and a half. I giving pick seven and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, giving seven and a half. And I pick Mississippi State – The SEC bias there. That's all that is. I think Mississippi State's a more complete team than we think they are also. I think Mississippi State's just too physical for them, and I think they'll cover, although that half point, hanging half point always bothers me when when you got it near a, near a number like a seven. Very interesting game this week. Chattanooga is at Tennessee. Actually, Chattanooga's in Tennessee, but they're at the University of Tennessee in Neyland Stadium. And the Vols are favored by four touchdowns, 28 points, and – I didn't know that was possible. Well, you know, I picked BYU to cover last week. And also in our Knoxville News Sentinel picks, I picked BYU to win by three, mm. which is what they won by, right? Did they win by three? That's right, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with UT's opponent this week, and I'm going to say Chattanooga covers. This is this game's got 38-14 written all over it. So Like, like backdoor kind of. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. I mean, if Tennessee is going to win a game this year, I'm, I'm picking this one to be it. <laughs> if, okay. If that was straight up, you'd still maybe coin flip it. I just kid. But uh, that is for seriously, that, they may not be favored in another game this year. 
the way things have gone. Alabama goes on the road to South Carolina and gives 25 points up to the Gamecocks. And that's an interesting large number to go on the road in SEC to a place that's not really easy to play. I felt like Nick Saban looked pretty ticked off um, after this last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I feel like this is in his in his schedule of ups and down games. If they ever have a down, I feel like this is the up week. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, I don't believe you. I don't believe you guys are as good as the teams I've had before. I haven't seen anything. You played Duke, so what? Uh, you played some non-conference games, so what? Sure, you got to show me something in conference on the road. And I think this is one of those weeks where his team responds. And it is a route, so I'm, I'm taking Alabama. I think it's ten ten years ago, maybe eleven, that, that Alabama went to South Carolina and lost Steve Spurrier and Nick Saban. While well, none of these players, they were like eight years old or whatever, but or, or maybe ten or eleven for the older ones. Nick Saban remembers that, and and believe me, even though it's not Steve Spurrier anymore, he still is going to use that for personal motivation, I believe. I also think South Carolina is not as physical as they should be. No, and they've been like they were once. Right. So that, that's why I think Alabama will run away quite a bit in this one. Okay. Southeastern Louisiana, which is playing up in class from uh, FBS uh, at Ole Miss. And Ole Miss is given 33 and a half at home. And again, that's a team that that's a big number like, like Tennessee. That's a big number to ask Ole Miss to cover. They have not looked great this year. Southeast Louisiana had their game canceled last week against Bethune-Cookman because of the hurricane. Uh, that is correct. So that could be a help. That could be a hurt. I'm going to say it's a hurt. They're a little rusty. Ole Miss overwhelms them. I'll take uh, Ole Miss given the 33. Yeah, this is going to be like the one game at Ole Miss where the, where the people are really super happy with how they look and there's optimism for what they might be able to do. But I don't think they're ready for prime time, but they're certainly ready for this game. Yeah. Now, this is a very interesting game out of conference, I think. Colorado State coming to Arkansas, and the Razorbacks are laying 10 points in Fayetteville. I assume that's Fayetteville, not Little Rock. I didn't look it up. Well, Colorado State put up 31 against Colorado. They put 38 up against Western Illinois. They won one. They lost the other. All that tells me is they can score, and Arkansas can't score much. So Arkansas may win this one, but I don't think they're going to win it by 10, so I'm taking Colorado State. Yeah, I'm not going to be shocked if Arkansas wins by a touchdown or or something. 10 is a little high. I think Arkansas is a better team. Um, I expect them to be. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost. But uh, I will take the points, and, and uh, I'll be happy with that. What could have been the, the Terry Bowden, I don't know when this was scheduled, but you know, Terry Bowden was at Kent State for – no, he was at – He was at Akron, oh, wasn't he? Oh, my bad. So yeah. I'm getting my Mac They're all Mac on. schools. Anyway, yeah. this Mac school is coming to Auburn this week, Kent State. Nick Saban's alma mater, I do know that. And Auburn is a 35-point favorite, and their one chance to get one over on Nick this year maybe. Um, I'm taking Kent State simply because I don't know if Auburn can score enough yet. I haven't I haven't bought into them as turning the corner offensively. You know, I think this is going to be one where Auburn wants to really pour it on and, and Gus be able to flex his muscles and say, you know, I'm the play caller again and see our offense really is explosive. So my, my point being that he won't won't let his foot off the gas. And if he's up, Four touchdowns late, he's going to go for five and six. And, and uh, a lot of times in games like this, the, the way you cover that 35 is, okay, we're up by four touchdowns. It's the fourth quarter. Let me get my guys out of there. Let's let's button it down and run the ball. And I don't think that's what he's going to do. This so, is a statement game, you feel like. Yeah, not 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 to the world, but to his fan To his base. own, yeah. 
and, and to say, see, this offense is going to be fun to watch and all that. Uh, interesting revenge game. Florida giving eight points on the road at Kentucky, which beat the Gators last year for the first time in 172 years or something like that. Is that why that line is that way? Because I, I, I didn't think about last year at all. I guess I should have, but I tend to think Florida would be a bigger favorite in this one. They didn't. The, the, the Miami game, which is what most people saw, you know, they played out of conference last week. The Miami game was a very sloppy game, and it didn't inspire confidence that the, the Gators are all there, or, you know, that this is the your father's Gators or, or your older brother's Gators even. And Kentucky is kind of salty. Well, they lost their quarterback. Sawyer Smith is their quarterback now. He was at Troy before. He mm-hmm. can he can he can throw it. I, I expect their offense will look a little different. But I just tend to think with a week preparing, I, I feel like Florida is going to be more prepared. I, I got Florida in this one. Okay, and and I do too. Um, I think Florida does it, but I think they're going to have a little trouble with that Kentucky defense. It'll take them a while before they separate. Uh, Lamar visits Texas A and M, which is given up forty three and a half. And I'm going to get. I'm going to go ahead and lay those points. I think A and M will be in a run it up kind of mood. But generally speaking, we're picking and giving those points in all these games, and some of these teams are going to cover. A and M's going to cover because this is going to be fifty something to three. Fifty two three is what this game looks like, or right. a. 58 to to 7, something mm-hmm. like that. I, I, I feel like A&M's going to cover. I feel like they're going to put up a ton of yards, ton of points in this one. Could be, could be. But the thing you got to worry about in these kind of games is you're, you got A&M up by 50 and they've emptied the bench. And Lamar puts together, you know, a touchdown drive. A drive, drive covers, yeah. covers that. That's a big number. The one we don't – the one I'm confident I'll get right this week is uh, Northwestern State at LSU. There's no line, so we're just picking the winner. And I'm going to go with the Tigers in Death Valley this time. I think playing at home at night sure. <laughs> against a, a very inferior opponent should do the trick. It's a trap game. They're coming to uh, to Vandy next week. Trap game between Texas and Vandy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, LSU will be fine. Okay. And our last pick, but we will also bring our pick of the week uh, coming up in a moment. Where each of us pick a game that can be an SEC game, but it does not have to be. And uh, Southeast Missouri State, SEMO, is at Missouri. And uh, the Tigers are laying 33 points, and they're a very strange team because they lost to Wyoming on the road in their opener, and then they looked really good last week. Yeah, blew out West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of them, except that maybe their offense is clicking now when it just – it wasn't in the opener, and because of that, I'm I'm uh, I think Missouri covers the 33, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if if I missed this one. Semo lost by three touchdowns to Montana State. So I don't really know what to think of them either. So I'm telling anybody, do not follow me on this pick, and do <laughs> do not follow you on this pick. But I do have Missouri covering, and I'm going the other way just because I think it's a big number, and uh, you know, in state, it's not a rivalry per se, but. All those guys at SEMO are going to have those chips on their shoulder because they didn't get offered by Missouri. And I just don't know what to make of Missouri, so I'm going to say they're an up-and-down team, and they'll be down this week, which means they'll win by 28 or 30 in this spot. So that that's the way we're going there. We we picked together a lot this week, but uh, we, we got just enough to make a differential. Um, and the pick of the week is another way to do it. I'm 1-1 one one of the year in my pick of the week, and you're 2-0. and oh. 
you have really gone out of your comfort zone this time, and you're not picking from Conference USA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going way out. Well, I, I know the Big Ten now because I went and covered Vandy oh, well, at Purdue. Yeah, well, yeah. You I, picked up a lot of inside info I know the on Big that Ten one. in and out. <laughs> so Ohio State is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite at Indiana. Uh, the inside track here that Tom Krieger, our prep editor, is an IU grad. And I mm-hmm. said, why are your Hoosiers getting 15-and-a-half against the Buckeyes. And he said, I have no idea. <laughs> so um, I think Ohio State— By which State, you meant only 15-and-a-half. Yes, yes. Uh, Indiana beat Ball State by 10. They blew out Eastern Illinois 52 to nothing. That tells me nothing about, in, about Indiana. They, they put it on those Eastern Illinois that, boys pretty that, good. That's right. That's right. And Justin Fields at Ohio State, uh, the Georgia transfer, has 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. I tend to think this is a three-touchdown win by Ohio State. I think there's State. like eight Georgia transfers starting in Division One. I, I know, right. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that is a number that jumped out at me. And the only reason I didn't pick it, and I probably should have made that my pick of the week too, I thought I actually did think about that, was you know, there's one game a year that Ohio State just really craps the bed yep. on the road in their conference. And usually they end up losing by 42 or something or 27 to somebody that you shake your head and say, there's, how, did, how did that happen? And I figured this could be that game. Well, I'm always scared by a line that's weird because Vegas knows Maybe, and we yeah. don't know. Yeah, and I don't know perhaps what Ohio State has the next week if this is the trap game sure. and that kind of thing. So what I went with is I'm going my, – my pick of the week is right down the road at Nissan Stadium. And it's not the Titans because Saturday Louisville is playing Western Kentucky in Nissan Stadium. And the way that came about is, is the two schools signed a three-year agreement that was home, home, and neutral. And the sports council in Nashville was interested, and it basically, I think, this one was no, it was a two. Excuse me, it's two for one. Western Kentucky going to Louisville, and then Western Kentucky kind of sold their home game to to this venue. Little history there. Middle Tennessee did this a few years back, also with Louisville played at Nissan. That was mm-hmm. the home game. I'm saying in quotes for, for right. Middle. Yeah, and this is the home game for Western Kentucky yeah. out of this series, which makes sense. They weren't going to pack forty thousand or whatever number in their own. No. Stadium and the feeling here is twenty five or thirty thousand people will show up, have a good time, and watch Louisville cover a nine point spread is what I'm saying. It's so only nine. It's only nine. Yeah, and they, that... they kind of hung fairly well with Notre Dame. I mean, I didn't think they were going to win the game, but I didn't think they were just blown out of the stadium either. Yeah, and Western got beat by oh, who was that? Coastal Carolina, maybe. Dad, don't hold me to that. They had a bad loss early at the beginning of the year. Their opener, though. So yeah, that's not. That no, just... no, no. It was. Ga- I think it was Gardner Webb. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Louisville should win that one running away. Up. So, so I think Louisville will, and Louisville kind of needs a game to flex its muscles and yeah. show the fan base. See, we're okay. You know, this coaching change. We've gone through some transitions. Don't you worry, folks. We're going to be all right. And what better way than to beat up an in-state opponent across state lines? So we're saying we're both getting our picks of the week correct. Follow us on those, but yes, their SEC is a coin flip. Yeah, and look, just just look at my record. If you really want to know what you're getting in for. If you want to know why to bet on what I suggest, just look at my record. But we are still split on the Vandy versus Idle this week. Yeah, and I'm, I, you know, I'll, I'll circle back and get with you later on that. We'll see if the line moves. Yeah. Also, we need to check that later in the week. Yeah, but um, if it, it's it's not as tough a ticket this week for Vandy as it was for the Georgia game. 
So Vanderbilt will return against LSU a week from Saturday. So Commodore faithful who happen to be listening to um, Breaking Down the Doors, uh, you got a week, and we'll be talking about all of that next week. We'll be predicting how much alcohol LSU fans take in. That is a, an 11 a.m. kickoff, which means LSU fans will get here Friday night. Mm-hmm. They'll drain broad, lower broad dry, mm-hmm. and then they'll get up at about 9.30 a.m. You really haven't done your homework. They just won't stop oh, drinking. Oh, they just won't. Okay. They won't go to bed and won't stop drinking. They'll start about 6 p.m., maybe a few of them, 8 or 10 p.m. the night before, and they'll keep drinking up until game time, and then they'll go in Vanderbilt Stadium, and they'll consume and buy more. They will take their bird scooters exactly. over to... Over to West End. That's going to be an interesting cultural clash. Vanderbilt and LSU are not the same. And then you mix it. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> that's breaking They're down vastly the doors. different yeah. places yeah. and vastly different people. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk about all that week, all that next week on Breaking Down the Doors. You can uh, download this on iTunes and all your favorite places to get your podcasts and subscribe there. We hope you will. And uh, you can subscribe to Tennessean.com and Read all of Adam's uh, Vanderbilt coverage and follow the doors all year. 